watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you've had a good week so far. So why don't we get on into the Word of the Lord. Um, we're going to take our text from the book of Luke, chapter 21, and verse 26. And it says, Men's hearts failing them for fear or because of fear and for looking after those sayings which are coming on the earth. Um, this is why their hearts are failing, the scripture says, is because they see the things that are coming on the earth. And it says, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Uh, sometimes, in fact, almost inevitably it happens when God begins to shake the powers of darkness, he, it manifests in a natural realm. And right now we're seeing uh, things that have been solid, that people have trusted in and leaned on in our society, they're being shaken. And so I wanna to talk to you about fear today, uh, but I, I reference this scripture because there's probably nothing, there's no emotion right now or no spirit that's more prevalent and more devastating in our society and our nation than fear. Uh, I've never seen people that are so terrified and part of it is it's because their natural world is topsy-turvy. In fact, you know, you've probably heard this too. I hear people go, I just wish things would go back to normal. They're not, because God is shaking the powers of heaven. And the powers of heaven and the powers of darkness are always rooted in natural things. So God is shaking them. He's shaking them in the political realm. Uh, he's shaking them in the health industry. He's shaking them in our finances. And, and, you know, we're seeing things rapidly change. And it looks like we're going from cash to a cashless society and, and all of these things. And so people are afraid. And so uh, this has been going over in my spirit. And I wanted to share with you some things that I feel like the Lord is talking to me about. And in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7, it says, The peace of God passes all understanding. There is peace that sometimes just comes because nothing turbulent is going on in your life. It's, it's the absence of chaos that the reason you have peace. But the peace of God passes understanding. We, we think in terms of the only time we have peace is when nothing's wrong. But God said, no, the peace that I give goes beyond the natural understanding of men. And what God is really trying to tell us is that Christians, even when their world is upside down, can still have peace. Uh, I want to give you the definition in the original language of what peace is. It's the tranquil state of our soul, assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God, and is content with its earthly lot, whatever it may be. For you and I as believers, True peace cannot be based on how much money is in our bank account or who likes us or our dreams being fulfilled. 
But the peace of God comes from our assurance that our eternal soul is all right. And I think it's in John, the Lord said, I'm going to give you my peace. He said, I'm leaving, but he said, I'm leaving my peace. He said, the peace that I'm giving you is not like the world gives. And so again, the Lord is trying to tell us that peace is not based on natural things. It's based on your position of your soul in the spirit. And so uh, in Matthew, I think where the Lord is doing the Beatitudes, he said this, he said, blessed are the peacemakers, not peacekeepers. And there's a lot of people that the only way that they can have peace is if they're willing to compromise and give up stuff. In other words, they give in to whatever their adversary wants because they don't want conflict. And a lot of people never have peace because they've never had war. And we as individuals, we shun from war, but I can tell you this, that the only way that you're going to be able to make peace with your enemy is to feed them. You go back to the Old Testament, the scripture will talk about it more than once, that Israel would have to go to battle with their enemy, the Philistines or the Amalekites, the Midianites, whatever. And it was because their enemy thought that they could defeat Israel. And in one instance, I remember the Bible said, and the enemy of Israel saw that Israel had defeated those around them. And out of fear, they made peace with Israel because they could not defeat them. The only way that you're ever going to rule over your enemies is you're going to have to go to war with them not compromise with them. There are no peace treaties for a Christian with the devil. You have to go to battle in order to have peace. And um, even in the natural realm, what keeps peace in the earth with nations is the fact that we have weapons of war. And there's a lot of nations that will not attack the United States, not because they like us. Just because someone's at peace with you doesn't mean they like you. It might mean that they respect you. And the enemy is, at, at times will leave you alone because it's not that he likes you, but he's intimidated by the power of God that's in you. Um, when you think about Jesus, he... He walked in peace. In fact, when I, I, I begin to look in the scriptures and Hebrews 7 says he's the king of peace. Philippians 4 says he's the God of peace. Another scripture says he's the prince of peace. Ephesians says he is our peace. In fact, the word peace occurs in the Bible 429 times in at least 400 verses. And so when God begins to talk to us about peace, it's an unusual gift from the Lord that is not based on your environment. It's based on your revelation of who God is. And uh, I was thinking about Jesus. The Bible says that when he was going up to be crucified, that he didn't rebuke his enemies. 
In fact, the scripture says he was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before his shearers, yet he opened not his mouth. And how could Jesus walk in that realm and walk in peace? It's because peace allows you to see beyond the moment. And Jesus already knew that though I'm going through a difficult moment, my father has already shown me the end result, and it was resurrection. And you remember in the, old, in the New Testament, there was a story where the scripture says that, that Jesus got in the boat um, with his disciples, and they're out in the midst of the Sea of Galilee, and a storm comes up, and water begins to come into the boat to such a degree that even these seasoned fishermen are terrified and they come to Jesus and the Bible says Jesus is asleep in the back of the boat and they said, Lord, you gotta help us or else we're gonna die. Jesus could sleep in the storm. He had peace in the storm because he had peace before he ever got in the storm. You will never ever be able to command a storm and take authority over a storm that you can't rest in. And right now where we're at in this nation, especially as believers, is hell is after your peace. And this is not a natural peace, but this is a peace that passes all understanding. When you see some people and uh, they've went through the loss of death or they've went through the loss of losing a business or they've went through the loss of divorce. And yet when you talk to them, I, I recently was just talking with a precious lady and uh, that week she was recovering from a hysterectomy. Uh, she had just found out that her husband was having an affair on her. Uh, she had just buried her 25-year-old son just about three weeks before that, and yet she could still smile, and she said, but I know that God is gonna make everything all right. See, that's the kind of peace that comes from way down inside. That's why Jesus said, the peace that I give you, not as the world gives. The peace that the world gives is based on circumstances. The peace that God gives is based on the word of the Lord. And a lot of times, uh, so many Christians want peace at any cost. You can't have peace at any cost. There are times that the only way peace comes is with a sword in your hand because you're gonna make peace. You're gonna deal with your enemy. And this is why the Bible says the kingdom of God suffereth violent and the violent taketh it by force. I want to encourage some of you that are in turbulent times, turbulent moments, and you feel like, Pastor, it just it seems like everything is just so chaotic. You're going to have to learn to rest in the hand of God. In all of our ups and downs. Paul said this. He said, I've learned uh, to be content whether I have a lot or I don't hardly have anything. And so many of you, as I have gone through some very dark times, 
But you know what? It's in the valley that I found out that God's the same God that he is on the mountaintop. And in the hours that we live in, um, everything is being shaken because God is shaking the powers of darkness. And America has allowed politics and prosperity and men's laws, uh, the, you know, the economy to be our peace. And now all of a sudden God's shaking those things. A storm will always reveal how much peace that you have. Because for you and I who believe in the power of God, my, my peace isn't based on how much money or how big our church is or how many people like me, but my peace is based on the fact that I am assured in the kingdom of God that nothing can separate me from the powers of God. And I would pray today that so many of you that are in such difficult places and a lot of you are in other countries that are in lockdown, you hold your ground because God's shaking the powers of darkness that rule over some of your nations. And God is shaking the United States of America. And this is where you and I are gonna hold on to the word of the Lord. And uh, we used to sing a song, there's peace in the midst of the storm when God can just step on the bow of the boat. And, you know, they didn't, the disciples didn't recognize that they already had the Prince of Peace laying in their boat. Their eyes are so busy looking at the storm. It wasn't until the threat of death that they came to Jesus and really still out of anxiety said, you gotta have to do something. And Jesus just stands up and says, peace, be still. And immediately the, the waves laid down in obedience to the presence of God. God has a tendency to allow us to go through some turbulent times because it's in those times when peace is really made. And so in those times of battle with the enemy, that peace is made. Many of us, we have peace today. We still have demons that hate us, but we have peace today because we defeated our enemy and in the Old Testament, it will say many times that after Israel made peace with their enemy, they made their enemy their servants. They were carriers of water or woodcutters or had to work in the fields because the enemy realized that the only way they're gonna survive is to make peace. I just declare in the name of the Lord that some of these demon spirits that are tormenting some of you, I bind them in the name of Jesus. And I ask God to put such a fear on these spirits that they'll stop harassing you and that the peace of God, hallelujah, will begin to rule and reign over your lives. And so I want to encourage you that in the days that we live in, it is possible to have peace. And this peace is not to your emotions. This peace is to your spirit that you also know that yea, though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death, God is with me. I hope this has helped you. 
uh, hold on to it, pursue peace, seek God, and above all, don't be afraid of war because war creates victory and victory gives peace. God bless you today. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.